Welcome to the Modern Meinhof Podcast. I am your host, Richard Huffman, expert in all things Bader Meinhof. We talk about left-wing urban German terrorism of the 1970s, student radicalism, and other related ephemera. It's the only podcast devoted to, yet unaffiliated with, the Bader Meinhof gang. Um, and today I'm going to talk about a really interesting, fun, goofy movie from the 60s that was massively influential among the proto and future terrorists that rose up in the 70s. Before I get to that, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. I've had some people contact me asking me, well, how can they help the site? Because they've seen me put out a call for it. And I finally come up with a way that people can help if they want. And if, if you're at all interested, um, specifically recently, I, I put up several hundred um, articles uh, on the website, um, mostly PDFs of uh, Stars and Stripes articles. They're all in English, Stars and Stripes, um, UPI articles, New York Times articles, and other stuff. And really what I need help with is for people to be able to um, check these articles out and and log on to my website. I, I would give you a password and access to it. And um, and figure out like who's mentioned in these articles and put them in the tags um, for the post that's associated with that article. So the article might be about, um, like I'm looking at one right now, it's called Miss Meinhof Calls Judge a Pig Fascist <laughs> from, from, uh, from um, it's from December 15th, 1972. And it's uh, in Stars and Stripes. And so when you open up that article, you see it references Ulrika Meinhof, Stars and Stripes, the city. I'm not sure what it's in. Um, maybe it's uh, Munich. Um, and those are all tags that need to be associated with the post that links to that, that article. Um, and also I need somebody to help me write just a short synopsis of the article for the post. Um, so these are things that somebody could do one, they could do 10 of them, as many as you want, but it'd be hugely helpful, especially for other people and myself, as we start researching this and you want to do a search to see, well, what articles mention, say, Werner Hoppe, kind of a one of the mid-level members of the group, well, you wouldn't really find those contained within the PDF because like, you can't search that on my site. So this is the way that we'd be able to do this. So if you were at all interested, might may find this kind of interesting. Some of these articles are really crazy and interesting to read. Um, I would love to have your help. Um, you can um, contact me by going to my website and going to the contact form, which is I think under the about um, section and just send me an email. And what I would do is I'd give you a higher level editor access to the site and you could just go on. I'd step you through. It takes three minutes to figure out how to do it. And then you just sit there and check the articles out, learn something and, and maybe post some tags for it. So if you're at all interested, I would really greatly appreciate that. Um, and, um, and, and I would, I would, I'd be very appreciative. I'd probably even send you a poster or, or a bumper sticker if you, if you're interested in those as well. Um, so anyway, uh, today I wanted to talk about this crazy movie called Viva Maria. And I just posted a, a, an article on the website a couple days ago about it. Um, Viva Maria was a movie that came out uh, in very late 1966, and it's hard to overstate how influential in a sense, not, not in terms of uh, like strong political thought, but just in terms of the zeitgeist and the, and the, and the, um, 
and at the forefront of the minds of people that ended up becoming radicals and terrorists. Um, this movie, it, it was a comedy and it was directed by Louis Mall, And it's sort of one of those international productions, but it's basically a French movie and it stars um, Brigitte Bardot and Jean Moreau um, who play two women call both called Maria. And uh, one is like a circus performer and one's kind of on the lamb. Brigitte Bardot plays this girl is on the lamb and her, her father was a Irish Republican army, um, uh, basically terrorist, uh, you know, at the turn of the last century. And she befriends this circus performer played by Jean Moreau. And, and ultimately throughout the course of the movie, these guys unwittingly kind of become, um, they kind of witting, unwittingly lead a revolution in a uh, central American, um, banana Republic. This, the, the movie takes place around 1907 in this, this fictional country called San Miguel. Um, and it's a comedy and it's, um, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of wildly uneven. It's at part-time slapstick, sometimes violent, um, sometimes serious, sometimes very broad. You know, it's the kind of movie that people describe as rollicking. And I swear to God, I've never heard a movie where it's described as rollicking that remotely is funny. This one's kind of funny in parts, but it, it's, it's, it's more of a curio piece in a sense watching it now. Um, it looks beautiful. When I first saw it, when I first heard about its connection to the, to these groups, I purchased a VHS tape, literally the last VHS tape I ever bought because there wasn't any DVDs of it at the time. This was like six, seven years ago and it looked terrible. And now I realize it was just a horrible, you know, uh, version of the movie and it was horribly cropped. And this movie has a lot of, um, widescreen imagery that, that, that would, would by definition look terrible in, uh, on a VHS pan and scan. So anyway, um, and also Brigitte Bardot and, and Jean Moreau are terrific in the movie and they look just, they're stunning. They're beautiful. Um, but these proto radicals and leftists in Germany, they loved this thing. So the question is why, what was it about this movie that was so interesting? And, and I, I think there's a number of things. One is, um, the fact that it does something really interesting that even today is rarely done in movies. This is a story of two women who are friends through the movie and pretty much stay friends throughout the whole movie and work together. It's a buddy movie about women. And, um, and that is actually incredibly rare. And, and prior to the movie coming out, Time Magazine did an interview with Jean Moreau and she said, um, something really, I thought was really interesting. So I have it, I have it on my site and I'll read it here. She says, um, why she wanted to do this role. She says, films have never shown the kind of relationship that can exist between two women, two women. Men like to think that women must be constantly jealous of each other, never trusting, never in rapport. This is not true. Of course, certainly not today. This film could show that. And she's exactly right. Every single movie, if you think about virtually every movie that had any woman character in it, um, even till now, but certainly up to 1966, invariably they were harpies or if there's two women, they were jealous of each other or they're fighting over the same man. It's insane that that was such a, that, that, that literally was every single character. And this movie is different. And that sure had to be inspiring to a lot of, um, women who were moving into the student movement who are thinking, why do I constantly have to enjoy movies where they're 
treating me as as um a crazed harpy why can't i see a movie that's more like me where i have great women friends we're not jealous we're not fighting with each other um so it was really interesting for for that for that um reason as well um the other thing is and and it is is it's um it's great it's a movie that that treats revolution as great fun honestly there's violence there's people getting killed in there but ultimately it's a romp and that's a pretty important element to the student movement when you think about it not, not only it relates to the situationist movement of the mid 60s where they you know this absurdist kind of movement where things were fun in of them themselves and 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 they had a political point because of that but it was just you know going to protest going to going you know marching in the streets that was fun and this movie presented revolution in in a sense as a kind of a fun thing a romp and 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 i can see watching that at the time and thinking um dang this this is this is exciting even though it it took place like 80 or 60 years before and it had not that much to do with them um it could have been really really exciting for them now it's also interesting to think um you know, even though it's about these two strong women characters and they're leading this revolution, um, it's it's a mistake to think of it as some kind of feminist um, uh, feminist ode to feminism because you know it's really more pre-feminist. It's it simply leaves out the overt sexism and stupidity that that usually drove movies that were dominated by women. It's not really this. Um, this like 1970s style feminism thing. It's just sort of natural. Um, anyway, so among the ways that you can, that you can assess how prominent it was and how, what kind of an impact it have has was shortly after the release, the SDS, which was the um, German student um, organization that used to be affiliated with the the liberal party of Germany called the SPD, but later broke off from them. The SDS had um, a working group that they had, they had tons of working groups and they had one working group in Berlin that was charged with kind of trying to better understand revolutions and the situation in Central America and how that might relate to their own struggles as students. Um, and they called it the v, v, uh, the, the Viva Maria group. It was led by Rudi Duchka. It had other people like I think Dieter Kunzelmann, who later went on to help found the Commune Eins um, in Germany, the Commune One. Um, and they studied, and they 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 were inspired by this movie because they, in a way that it helped them also get inspired by the the Third World revolutionary movements. Um, you know, in retrospect, it's. It, it you can look at a lot of their ideas and their thoughts about that as as kind of um i don't want to say quaint but kind of simplistic they're, they 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 tended to put these third world movements and people up on this pedestal as this shining example and then try to figure out how they can relate it to them and it 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 seems um i don't know it 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 um it in retrospect it it's the kind of thing that you you, you don't, you don't laugh at, but you kind of think, um, how they were very simplistic in a lot of their thinking, but, but, um, but anyway, so a lot of what they were doing at the time was trying to figure out what they did. They were, they were actually asking themselves, these movements were, were oriented in violence. Is that something we need to do 
in our um, movement here in, in Berlin. And, and I think it's also real typical of the German student movement, maybe, maybe in much more so ways than, than maybe the, like the current Occupy Wall Street movement or the, or the American student movement in that everything was talked out to death in this really kind of rigidly prescribed way. We are going to have a working group to study Latin American um, revolutions. And we are going to come to conclusions by this. And then this is going to inform our overall movement uh, as opposed to let's just get excited and go do something. Um, so that's really endemic of the time. Um, but anyway, so the, the movie is now available. It's on DVD, but it's also on like a lot of great Bader Meinhof related movies. It's now on uh, Netflix instant. So you, if you have Netflix instant and if you're in, I think Canada and the U S I don't think it works in the UK, but you can watch it this second in glorious HD, um, along with other movies such as, uh, the Bader Meinhof complex, which is available right now, this second on HD. So I encourage you to check it out. If you want to buy it, um, you're going to go to my website and there's a link uh, oh, I think I deleted the link. We'll just go, you can I, just go to Amazon. I think you can buy like a used version of the DVD for like $3 or $2. So it's, it's worth it just as a time capsule. It's interesting. It's not a great movie, but it's interesting to put yourself in the mindset of some young, excited German radical in the mid sixties and try to see how they saw this movie. Anyway, thank you again for listening. And again, if you're at all interested in helping out this website, uh, go to my website, go to the about section. And from there you can go to the contact me form and just send me a link and I'll, I'll set you up and show you how you can help. You, you, you might spend 10 minutes helping. You might spend a couple hours. Anything you could do would be a huge help for me and, and other scholars of this interesting subject. Thanks again. Bottom line, huh? Bottom line.